Hello and welcome to Modestly Metaphysical, a podcast where I talk about all things spiritual, self-help, and anything falling under that general umbrella. I'm Kara and I will be your host. Hello, hello. I know it's been a minute. <laughs> I kind of took a hiatus unintentionally and intentionally. I have just had a lot going on in my personal life. Um, those who know, know. But essentially, um, I also started an in-person job. And that's really new to me because I hadn't worked in person since 2020. So being around people again and learning how to navigate the balance of that energy and just like making sure I'm taking care of myself energetically has been a big shift for me and I've had many other big shifts happen. So just kind of, you know, taking it easy, finding my gray area. And so I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't just pushing out episodes and then being kind of like bullshit. I wanted to make sure that I had the time to sit down and kind of outline something or at least come up with a good topic that a lot of people um, were being, you know, requesting or whatever the case. So here we are. And today's episode is going to be about where to start in a spiritual journey if you've been feeling called to it, um, some signs that you are being called to a spiritual journey, um, and just kind of how to navigate that and find your path, and what it is, what it means to be spiritual, and all of that jazz. So without further ado, I'm just going to get straight into the episode. So let's get to it. Also, I know that I'm usually token and smoking while I do these episodes, and I normally have a YouTube video. Two, two notes on that. I have not smoked in like a week and a half uh, around there. I've been also taking a hiatus from that. I just, I always go in cycles when it comes to smoking. Uh, cannabis, I usually, this is the longest I've gone without taking a break. It's been a couple years, <laughs> and normally it's like a couple months cycles where I'll smoke really heavy for a couple months, then I won't for a couple months, and then it would cycle like that. But with quarantine and everything, I have really just been smoking pretty much daily for the past two years, and I just kind of got tired of it. <clears throat> I got tired of kind of feeling um, like getting way too high or having to smoke so much to get high, and I was just, you know, ready for a break. So won't be smoking on this episode. You might notice that my energy is a little bit different or whatever the case, uh, but I still am here and I, it's great. So I feel great. And then, um, you know, I'm still living out the effects of cannabis because I forgot what the second point that I was going to make was. SOS. I have to go back and listen to this. Give me one second. Oh, bitch. I'm so fucking... Okay. The second one is that I'm not going to be doing a YouTube video just because I simply don't feel like it today. I don't want to set up my camera. Um, and I had to go get groceries and it took longer than I expected. And I said this episode would be out at a certain time and I am on crunch time. So yeah, I just, you know, it was just didn't happen today. So I'm sorry if you guys enjoy looking at my face while I talk. It's not going to happen today. <laughs> Okay, back to the topic. First, we'll start with what is a spiritual journey or what, just what is being spiritual? 
<clears throat> so to me, a spiritual journey is an ongoing experience with oneself of uncovering just your uh, personal preference for how you look at the world and finding that deeper meaning within yourself, within your soul. And it's really never ending. And it's pretty much a never ending love story between you and your higher self and who you want to become or who you're working on being. And a sex worker is just as much on a spiritual path as a priest is. I think we're all on a spiritual path, even if we don't necessarily define it as such or don't have like a solidified practice. I think that for myself, now that I see myself as a spiritual person, I everything I do is kind of integrated and intertwined with my spiritual path. I don't do things that don't align with it. Um, it's kind of like a set of morals without a restriction of like religious affiliation. So you can be a uh, Christian and be spiritual and not necessarily like go to church or anything and just kind of do your own thing. I think that a spiritual journey is very, very personalized. So you can still be spiritual and still believe in God or Jesus Christ, whatever the case, um, or any other. Those are just like the most common in the United States. So same with uh, any other religions that have a deity or deities that you look up to, worship, whatever the case. The only religion that is not, well, not the only, but the biggest religion that is not uh, deity affiliated is Buddhism. And Buddhism is a good place to start in spirituality if you are kind of just looking for something to reflect on yourself. Buddhism is the uh, interaction with you, your conscious mind, your unconscious mind, um, subconscious, all of that stuff. It's really learning how your mind works and why it works that way. And so it can be used in tandem with other religions as well. And it is more of a spiritual practice than a religion, just because there is no deity or there are some like set rules, but it's a little bit looser. There's lots of different types of Buddhism. So for me personally, that's where I started in my spiritual journey was uh, Buddhism. I started looking into it because I was drawn to it. And that's what I would advise someone else to do. If there's a certain practice or belief that you feel you're really interested in, looking up videos, getting some books. I personally went the book route and I would read books about Buddhism. Um, I started when I was like a sophomore in high school. I wrote a lot of essays on it. And it really opened the doors for me into other spiritual practices. And what you'll find on um, when you start to get drawn towards certain practices or something just sounds really interesting to you is that you'll start to breadcrumb it and figure out what other ones you need to look into, um, ideas that seem very interesting. Um, and no one can tell you what the best path is for you. You are the only one that can get out and discover it and figure out for yourself exactly where you need to go. And um, yeah, it just kind of comes down to what you feel like you resonate with and no one can tell you that except for yourself. And some other means if you're kind of still feeling like that's not direct enough is just to reflect 
you know, reflect on what resonates with you. If you like the idea of a deity, if you do not, if you think there's a higher power, but you're not sure, finding um, the beliefs and practices that kind of align with those already set beliefs. And also just ask yourself why you believe those things. Like, do you just believe those because your parents believe them? Or is it something that you've kind of been interested in? Uh, Don't let, don't put yourself in a box as far as that goes. Like really, really ask yourself what you're interested in and what you feel like you resonate, not what someone else has told you to resonate with. And um, you can also do some journaling prompts to help you feel into the direction that's most desirable to you currently. And I say currently because this can change at any time. You can change your religious affiliation, your spiritual beliefs at any time, especially as new information is given to you or as you discover something that is just resonates with you more than the last thing. And some of the journaling prompts you could use are just how am I currently feeling about life? What's happening that I don't enjoy? What fills my cup? What doesn't fill my cup? Um, What do I want to start experiencing? What practices have been interesting to me? Um, Anything along those lines can all be reflective and help you kind of find a direction on where to go next. Some general themes and ideas that um, might call to you are astrology, uh, shadow work, uh, law of attraction, reincarnation, meditation, astral travel, dream work, divination work, which is like tarot, uh, pendulums, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Buddhism. I know a lot of people resonate with uh, Islam. Uh, those are just general ideas that can kind of spark something inside of you if you're not sure where to go. There's lots of different practices, lots of different things that you can do, and you can always mix and match. You can do um, astrology alongside astral travel, just starting somewhere with something that you feel really called to and something that you can be consistent with. And um, I love also some resources for learning, our YouTube podcasts, uh, Udemy I think that's how you say it. It's like a website where you can take little classes. I took a Reiki course through there. It's really good. And then obviously Audible is going to be like uh, eBooks, stuff like that. And there is a really, really good spiritual podcast called Spiritual Tune-Ups with Mike Dooley. And he has a really good way of explaining some spiritual truths. Um, And then some apps if you're interested in astrology time passages or um, astro future are really good. And um, I really like to listen to different podcasts just on Spotify, but using anything like that, I know that there's a really good um, streaming subscription called Gaia, G-A-I-A, that has some really, really informative and beautiful like documentaries or shows. And there's also um, just all types of books. My favorite authors are Thich Nhat Hanh. He is a Buddhist teacher. Um, who else? Kristen or Connie Zweig. She wrote Romancing the Shadow. It's a really good one. Um, Abraham. It's a collective that is channeled through um, the Hicks couple. Their last name is Hicks. And... 
those are the ones that I most commonly kind of gravitate towards. There's obviously tons of other things. Um, I love to get my books off of thrift books. They're a lot cheaper and they're used, so you're not contributing to unnecessary amounts of um, pollution or garbage, you know. So I really like old books and also going to the library, um, that kind of thing. So the overall theme of pretty much every spiritual path is going to be moving in love um, and understanding and that there is no mistakes and every experience holds purpose behind the scenes and we may not be able to see it. Um, And always keeping these thoughts in the back of your head helps you to observe life and take things a lot lighter. Uh, For me personally, I don't like right now, for example, I have a lot going on in my life and I don't feel like a victim. I don't feel like I am, you know, down and out. I feel supported and um, like I trust the process solely because of where I'm at in my spiritual journey. Had this have been three years ago, I definitely would have sent myself into a spiral, um, negative coping habits. I didn't know myself as well as I thought I did. Uh, I know myself really well now. My self-awareness has drastically increased, and I think meditation and just like reflection for that, and that is a huge part of my spiritual journey. So overall, me progressing in my spiritual journey has helped me to progress as a adult. <laughs> I don't react as heavily as I used to, and it feels really good to have something that resonates with me, and I don't have to explain it to anyone else. I just know that it's my practice, and that's all that matters. And that's kind of how I came to be how I am now. And I'm really thankful for like my spiritual journey and just teaching me a lot about myself. And that's really what a spiritual journey is. It's not necessarily someone who has to meditate every single day. I do meditate often, but there's some days where I don't. And just seeing things as, um, you know, seeing everything that happens to you as an opportunity to learn more about yourself Or learn more about why people work the way they do. And just seeing life as a big game, essentially, of trying to figure out what is in store next, you know. And being very curious and never being afraid to ask questions. And there's a few signs that you could be ready for a spiritual journey. Uh, You might feel lost in life. Uh, For me, it was like I was always looking for... I always felt like I was looking for a place to call home, even if I was at home. Like, I never felt like I was truly at home. Uh, You wonder a lot about your meaning or your purpose. For me, I also felt like I had a big destiny to fulfill, but I had no idea what it was. I just always felt like I was um, destined for something bigger than myself. And if you're seeing a lot of synchronicities, or signs, or omens, or even if you just, there's a deep feeling inside of you that you need to find something to um, practice. And that doesn't necessarily have to mean like you do what I do and you do spells or you, you know, do magic, whatever the case may be, manifesting. It could just be that you want to know and understand yourself better. That alone is a spiritual journey just as much as um, someone else who's walking a different path. And not comparing yourself, obviously, is a huge um, theme in spiritual journeys because everyone is going to be different. Everyone's experience is going to be different. Everyone lives a different life. 
So what works for me may not work for you, may not resonate for you. So keep that in mind. And um, they always compare the spiritual journey to the hero's journey. I don't know if any of you have read like Oedipus or, um, you know, there's lots of different stories, but the hero journey reflects also the um, the tarot where you start very naive going into something new and uh, you end at the, uh, it, it reflects the major arcana. I can't remember what the last one is, but it's pretty much the whole theme of you like discovering yourself learning through um, stepping into your power and really being satisfied and enlightened at the end of it all. And I think most of us, probably a lot of us, won't be fully enlightened in this lifetime unless we really, really commit to the journey. But we can come out of it more enlightened than when we came in and, you know, fix some generational curses, fix some things within ourselves that we feel like needs to be addressed in this lifetime, any cycles that repeat, all that good stuff. Um, Really is just finding how to be the most comfortable and confident within yourself and happy with your life, um, regardless of the happenings around you. I am a firm believer that you go through multiple spiritual awakenings in your life. Um, I personally have gone through like three or four already. And I just think that with you raising your consciousness, raising your vibration, uh, you have to go through these trials and tribulations to move to the next level to see pretty much if you're serious about moving forward in your life. And so there's 12 general stages of a spiritual awakening that seem to be pretty common throughout So the first being detachment or disconnection, whether that be to from the people and events around you or things that you used to really enjoy seem like they're no longer important or really that vital to you, just starting to feel that you're not resonating with what you used to resonate with. And then it comes to kind of like revamping your beliefs. Sometimes this can be something that happens to you, like a breakup or something, and it kind of makes you switch your perspective about things, whether it be about people or your life, or you find out what you really uh, value in yourself or in other people. And then, you know, it could be leaving a job, moving to another city, trying to find better opportunities, just feeling like you have this urge to go undergo a major transformation that can be other like usually uh, other transformations are catalysts for internal transformation, at least in my, um, my experience, that has been the case. Another, the third is like deja vu or synchronicities. So things that seem like they're really coincidences, but uh, like for me, I'll go through a major change and things will just kind of fall in my lap. Like the universe is saying like, hey, just trust us. Like good things are coming. We know that this sucked, but here you go. Here's something, you know, whether it's a sign or, you know, an influx of money, whatever the case may be, just helping me feel supported and just weird feelings of like this is supposed to be happening. And um, you'll start to see it more and more the deeper you get into your spiritual journey. Sometimes it can just be angel numbers. Uh, It could also just be if like for me, hummingbirds are a huge sign for me whenever I see them. And so when I see them, I know that I'm being supported and that is a synchronicity in my personal journey and yours could be something different. Um, It could be something that reminds you of someone who has passed 
or anything really that you feel like you resonate with or that you feel like is a sign for you. If it feels like a sign, it is a sign. And um, the fourth is going to be your relationships around you kind of seem like they may be shifting as well. Either people want to change with you or they move away from you. And this may result in a change in your relationship or friendship statuses. And you may not be aware of the transformative effect of spiritual awakening in you, but the people around you will see you as a changed person. Um, You might get comments like, you're no longer the same person. I don't recognize you. And um, you might feel kind of alienated or alone. This is like the hermit part of your journey where you kind of have to isolate yourself uh, find your own footing and stop relying so much on the outside circumstances. And sometimes it forces you to be alone. Uh, it's not always like the path that you want to be on or you feel like you don't have many friends. I personally have gone through multiple friend groups and each of them resonate with me at a different time period of my life. And some of those friends do carry on with me and they are also on their own journey of growing. And so they come with me as they're still resonating with me. And there's lots of other people that I have left in the past that no longer resonate with me in my journey. That's just a honest part of it is you're going to have to leave some people behind, let some things go. Um, Anyone who isn't fostering growth in your life is probably holding you back. And for me, it was this huge feeling of like loneliness and being misunderstood. Um, I underwent a lot of changes in my routines and habits and I was less... um, attached, not necessarily in the sense of like, I'm, I'm detached from everything around me, but like I was able to let people be who they are without putting so much of my influence or opinion onto them, just letting them be who they are and being happy with it. Uh, your perspective really changes a lot. And especially with being in, in like a, the hermit mode or being alone, you are able to kind of sit back and have this observational time period where you're not so caught in the whirlwind. You're just sitting back and observing how other people move and reflecting upon yourself and your own journey and your own actions. And lots of things are usually pointed out to you at this time, um, whether you discover it yourself or something happens and someone tells you something about yourself that you didn't really realize. That can definitely be a part of the journey as well. And so this also comes with... um, some confusion, frustration, and just like wanting to change. Like you have to have this deep integrated feeling that something has to shake and then you just make it shake. Like you find what works for you and you go for it. And then you really start to transform. Um, There's a lot of pain and heartache. You analyze and question your motives, your actions and decisions. And this is the first step towards change is that, um, analyzing yourself and, you know, kind of being surprised. And uh, for me, when I would reflect, I I had a lot of like internalized guilt and shame towards things that I did when I was not as awakened or I wasn't as aware of myself and uh, trying to understand those actions and why I did the things that I did that were potentially damaging to me and my relationships and just trying to see and, you know, look and observe my actions with the least amount of judgment as I possibly could and getting rid of that internal tug of war. Like, why am I doing things that no longer 
resonate with me or things that I don't want to be doing anymore and letting those things go and finding a new habit that does resonate with me to replace those um, bad habits or those bad uh, reactive states that I would put myself in, uh, asking myself why I'm triggered by certain things or why I react the way I do. And if someone says, like points out something that is a little bit of a criticism, not taking it personal, taking it as a stand to improve that about myself and uh, not pass judgment on myself for it. Just know that I didn't have the tools at that time to make the right decision and getting up and getting on with it. And I already mentioned like feeling um, lost and kind of sad, almost like this is what I call the dark night of the soul. And you... um, feel lonely, confused, and all you see is really just how bad things are. And this can come in the part of some people's spiritual journey when you realize how fucked things actually are as far as that Zuko. I'm so sorry. Fucked things are as far as like the government and how people are and just greed and the, the dark parts of the world. And then after that, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and you start to realize that you don't need to change the world. You just need to change yourself. And this will naturally cause the world around you to change. And um, this also helps you to reconnect with the world and start believing that you're alive in this world for a reason and that there is a purpose for your existence and your perception of the world and the people in it undergoes a gradual transformation from this. Um, And this is where that feeling of reassurance comes. I always ask for signs, um, like signs I'm on the right path. And it's just kind of a domino effect of For me, I'll just start to see a lot of things change in my life, things fall in my lap. And then you just, oops, you just change those beliefs that you need to change and you apply anything that needs to be applied and use your your, um, intuition to help you navigate the things that you see and really tuning in with yourself and channeling your mind in the right direction so that you can start to influence your reality in a positive way and just something um, that can gradually bring in lifestyle changes as well. You obviously can't be binge drinking or eating every single weekend and then refusing to recognize how things could be damaging for you. Not that you can't be spiritual and do those things, but if it's potentially damaging to you or the people around you or the lifestyle that you want to live, then it's maybe something that you need to let go of. And after that, you just kind of feel like you are realizing the true depths of yourself and you start seeing yourself as this whole puzzle instead of just like all these random pieces Um, inspiration starts to flow a little more. You start to feel a lot more abundant. You start to feel just like internally a lot happier. And even when you're facing difficult uh, situations or challenges, you find yourself better prepared and equipped to handle them. Not necessarily because they don't suck, but because you, you know that you are surrendering to your path and that you are in one flowing with the universe, uh, God, whatever you would like to call it. And then you kind of learn to surrender to that and things just really guide you in the right direction, especially after you get in tune with your intuition and you can start to flow with that and understand things that do resonate with you and that don't and things that you're doing that no longer support the person you're trying to be, whether that be people pleasing, you know, lying, whatever the case may be, um, being able to let, let those things go and live in gratitude and contentment and just living a meaningful life. And a meaningful life is going to be different for everyone. Uh, My 
something that's meaningful to me may not be meaningful to the next person. Uh, but just knowing that we all find meaning and purpose in a different way and accepting that everyone's walking their own path, everyone has free will to walk the path that they feel best suits them and not trying to control or alter their beliefs to better fit your life, you know, letting them do their thing, you doing your thing and really just minding your business, staying 10 toes down. (laughs) That's all you can do. And just really finding the connection with your intuition and flowing with it and not resisting things because it's unfamiliar to you. Letting go. I know people say let go and let God. Same concept. You want to let go of the things that are, you know, holding you back and really believe in yourself, believe in your journey, believe that there is something out there for you bigger, something that's going to resonate with you, something that's going to make you happy and sticking to it, finding a routine that works for you. Um, there's, It's really, really personalized. So I can't tell you exactly. These are the five steps that you need to take to start your spiritual journey. It's really a bunch of breadcrumbs that are personal to you that you just follow and you know, apply. You have to want it. You have to be ready. Just like when an addict is going to therapy or, you know, rehab, they have to be ready to walk the path. No one else can tell them that they need to. You have to make the decision to go and you have to make the decision to stick with it. And if you're really, really wanting to grow as a person, it's something that I recommend everyone kind of ponders on. And I do believe that there are some people that aren't meant to go higher in this lifetime and that's okay. There's no judgment there. That's their path and I'm on my path and I am no longer in the space where I feel like I need to um, influence and bring a bunch of people with me that don't want to. I put this information out there for those who would love to expand themselves and that are willing to learn and then I just let them choose from there and learning to walk my life in that manner as well and not impede on anyone's personal journey and um, offer information to those who ask for it and let it all slide the way it's supposed to slide. Uh, People, I think, are kind of taken aback sometimes by how positive I am about things that happen to me and nonchalant. But once you get to the point that I'm at in your spiritual journey, you'll totally understand. Um, I, I am very nonchalant, but I also just trust the process. And it hasn't always been this way for me. I used to be very frantic and anxious and um, sad. And I really am just cool. And like, I love life and I'm happy with how things turn out in my life. I think that there's a higher purpose for everything. And I'm, I feel good knowing that everything's in my control essentially. And that's very, very, um, I don't know, that's very reassuring for me. And I hope that you all find something that's also reassuring for yourself. And that's really all. I I literally just made this episode off rip. So if it seems a little scattered, let me know. But if you guys have any questions, please hit me up on Instagram at modestly.metaphysical. And I hope that those listening to this really can find their path and find their way and are happy doing so. Thank you. Please walk in love and light. I'm so grateful for everyone that listens to this podcast and I love you and I will talk to you soon.